Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese, and I'm Dan. And uh, this week, uh, well, well, first off, we got to backtrack. Backtrack. Uh, wait, what the fuck did we watch last time? We watched Bandersnatch, right? That's right, yes. So, backtracking on Bandersnatch before we, we talk about this week's uh, yep. uh, movie. Do you, have you have your thoughts changed on Bandersnatch much? No, they're pretty much the same. Yeah, mine are similar. I think that the person that would have been interesting to hear from is probably Declan for this. Only reason being is that he watched it the night before yeah. we did the podcast. Yep. I watched it probably two weeks before that. Mm. So my, I feel like my mind was well well and truly made up by then. Yeah, good point. Um, but I, I don't know, man. The more and more I think about it, the it's pretty much the same type of thing. I hate the story. Yeah. And I think that there's so much potential yeah. for like future films. Oh, like, there's ridiculous potential. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more films in the vein of Bandersnatch. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so this week, though, this is just—I was just a little. <laughs> might as well just get that out of the way, right? Um, not much to talk about. Now. Yeah, not really because it's not very interesting. This week, um, uh, we're doing the Revenant. Yes, it's uh, this is long overdue. I think. I think it is, and this is something that, you know, what I'm—I'm I'm really keen to talk about it with you because of how much you like it. Yeah. The more you like something, is that giving it away? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay, well, fine, do it now. What, what did you think of The Revenant? Bloody brilliant. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I didn't get to do it myself. <laughs> Look, Dan talks about The Revenant like it was his second child. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, like, yeah. But it's so good. And like, it's what were the three you said? There was The Revenant, um, Saving Private Ryan, Ryan, and Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. They're pretty much my top three They're films great. of all time. What about A Green Mile? It's in the same type of yeah, movie it's well. pretty. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, it's a prison movie. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, prison and war. Prison and war. You can't beat them. <laughs> They're epic scales. Like yeah. you know what I mean. And try and fuck around with that. You know, it's yeah. too difficult. Oh, it's yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> um, so, the Revenant, uh, directed by is it? What's his name? His name is um, uh, Alejandro Inarritu. Inarritu. That's yeah. right. Also did Birdman. Yes. And Babel. Beautiful? Babel. Ba- Babel, yeah. Babel, yeah. Uh, 21 Grams. He did 21 Grams. Yeah, I think he did, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, he's he's good. He's, he's one good. of the... I think um, there's him, there's... Um, uh, oh, the guy that did Roma. What's his name? Um, um, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, there's him and there's another one. Is it? They're like the three uh, Mexican uh, directors. The trifecta, from, yeah, are they? Yeah. The yeah. trio. The trio, yes. Him and... Uh, it's like uh, Spielberg, Scorsese and... Yeah, but, what's what's his name isn't in that um it's not uh del toro is it it's not him no it can't be the third del toro is like oh like, yes no it is it yeah. is yeah he's the third del, del toro quran yes. yes. and yep and and, and, and two. Two. yeah they're the three they're all mates are they apparently yeah is quran mates with yeah, i could all... see quran being mates with del toro they yeah. feel like they're kind of um they like something about them that they they like talking about special effects yeah um because I think Quran did Gravity. Gravity, yeah. Which is, that's what confused us because the same guy, Emmanuel Lubezki. Yeah, or Chiva, yeah, yeah, the cinematographer. He um he he did Gravity. Yeah. And so he just works with I think because he he's Mexican. Is he is he Mexican? Is that yeah, what they he's, are? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. But he's he's a freak. Oh, he's a monster. Yeah. This... He's, I, re- well, I reckon I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah. He's better than Deacons. Two different styles. Completely different styles. Different styles, but I'm going to give it to this guy because he is pushing. He's pushing the boundaries. He's ter- well, Terrence he's- Malick uses him. This doesn't really mean anything, but yeah, I, look, I'll, the, it the does mean something yeah, yeah. because look, Terrence Malick before he became pretentious, and that is the that is the fact. Yeah, he's pretentious now. Mm. Does that make him bad? It do- well, it doesn't make him better. That's the only thing. No. it just makes him. Uh, uh, he's got a, a new thing that he's going for. Yep. Yet again, mm. I don't hate. For example, I don't hate any of the new Terrence Malick films. No. They're all. It all feels like I'm watching one long fucking <laughs> movie. That's the thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're all like if if you watch them for what they're really being made for, which is like 
it's like watching poetry on screen. Yeah. It's much. not nothing more. Well, so, Revenant's similar to that. Revenant, yeah. Has that but feel? It has moments like that, especially when it goes into a um the dream sort of state. The dream state, mm. the breathing. Yeah. Um, you know, when it it, like it opens as a poetic yeah. piece, you yeah. know, if you've yeah. still got a breath, yeah. Take it. Yeah. You know, what does he say? Not take it, um grasp, grasp for it. it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I think that as, as a film, it's got a lot of poetry. Mm. Um, but it also is just like a full-blown, like, revenge film in its own right. Yeah, I think and, I read um, Revenge Slash Thriller. Yeah, mm. and if you look at it, it really is. I mean, like, yep. I, I, the more and more you watch it, like, you get this moment where, like, yeah, obviously he's... If, if we're going... Okay, let's let's just get into it as, like, a, a from start to end type of thing mm. and jump around. Yeah. So we open with like him and his son, yeah. And we know that something bad has happened to them because it kind of opens with like you know if you've got your last, if you have a breath, yeah. Keep taking him. Mm. We're here together. You're my son. Yeah. Which is another uh, mm. a thing in the movie. It doesn't matter what happens. He's like you're my son. Yeah. Um. What is it? Here, here's a question for you. Can you relate to that in any way? Where it's like because he has these moments in it mm. where he goes, "This is my chance to like." <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's a good question. Um, he has these moments where he'll get angry with his son. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, don't you, you, they just see, he tells them straight out. Like yeah. they see the color of your skin. They don't hear your voice. Yeah. And he goes, you're my son. Mm. He doesn't say sorry for it. He doesn't, he's, he's hard about it. And he, yeah. he's trying to teach him obviously in, in the fucking frontiersman moment. Yeah. Well, there's no need to say I'm sorry. By saying no. you're my son, it's like, you know, I, yeah, I care for you. Yeah. Listen to what I'm saying. That's yeah. That's how I, I, I kind of got it. Yeah. And you know, like. I think a, a child could take that yeah, differently. Differently, yeah. But I mean, maybe at the time, maybe in the time period that they're setting it, like the eighteen twenties, yeah. Maybe it's like more understanding, like mm. uh, you know what I mean. Like you know how now it has to be a bit more like on the <laughs> nose. You got to be like, I love you, <laughs> I love you, kid. Bloody millennials, <laughs> <laughs> fucking rose petals. Hard bro. They're all snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like what is it uh, when you get the uh, participation award? Oh, Jesus Christ. Become a last. Become a last. I reckon it's stupid. But anyway, that's, uh, enough, that's another podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I think that in moments like how he talks to him, yeah. uh, uh, like that, they're both, like, heartbreaking and loving at the same time. Like, yeah. you have this thing where you're like, oh, fuck, poor kid. And then yeah. you're like, yeah, but he has to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no other way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's not actually, as a dad, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I still do that. And then my deep down, I go, oh, maybe I should have said sorry. But yeah. Like, then later, like, after an hour, look, yeah, I'm sorry, son, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, the way you treat them over the period, which is, you know, you're assuming he treated his son really well over this whole period. Yeah. The son knows that his dad loves him. Yeah, he knows that yeah. he's trying to do his best for him. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you have these moments where, like, obviously, he has that, that moment just probably only, what, five, ten minutes after it where mm. kid's laying down and he's crying. Yeah. And obviously, that's when he goes out to hunt and, and the bear comes. Yeah. But um, you have that moment where, like, I think any human being would go through it, which is like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking upset for where I am at the moment. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as a child, as a child, it's harder because you're trying to uh, fucking, you're trying to put the puzzle pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know, as an adult, you've got the puzzle pieces laid out and it's all like, we, we know where it goes, but, you know, it's it's like, a, a it still sucks. You know what I mean? Like, all yeah. of it still sucks, you know? Like, you're you're there in this situation where you don't want to be with these people that hate you mm. and, you know, your mother's gone and you, you're fucking freezing cold. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> people are hunting you and you got to hunt to eat and all this bad shit. Yeah. So, obviously, like, having him, like, lay there and be like, yeah, you know, have that moment, and then I don't know the father going away in that moment. You know, I get it, mm. and thankfully he went away on his own oh. <laughs> because the fucking kid would have died way earlier. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't think he would have helped him. I mean, oh nah, he's lucky with the gunshot he got in later. Oh, man, that yeah. scene's incredible. That scene is amazing. Yeah, it is so tense. Yeah, but there's like that moment where. Uh, the bear goes to come back mm. and I'm like, play dead. I'm like, play dead, motherfucker. And he shoots him. And I know that, you know, yeah, I get it, but I'm like, fucking play dead, bro. He's not going to touch you anymore. Yeah. Oh, this, see that, that there, I think any human would have done that. 
taken the picked up the gun and yeah. tried to kill it anyway. Yeah, it's what's other than that, I'll just keep getting raped in the ass the whole time. <laughs> Everyone that's thinks that's what it's doing. It's not. No, nah, I just I said that on purpose. Um, <laughs> yeah, the fucking remember that. Yeah. How fucking dumb do you have to be? Oh. Like literally, you look at all of like. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah, the bear did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't raping. He was pushing down on his. Yeah, and just scratching his back, trying to like skin press off. on him yeah. to like see if he was alive. Yeah. Dumb. Oh, no, <laughs> people no, look. Like, oh my god! You know what it would have been? It must it have been, been the millennials saying that. Yeah, it must have been like ten, <laughs> ten kids at the back of the fucking cinema, like fucking bears raping him. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, Stupid. shut up, oh, <laughs> idiots. Um, but um, I was I was actually chatting to my friend about that because I think we're gonna sort of. I think this movie is very heavy cinematography driven. One hundred percent. It's all visual. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a portion of very specific audio, like the breathing. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's very, yeah, very it's, a, it's crazy. But there was one part, because um, I shot this, um, I had to look this up. I know it was wide-angle lenses, but it's between 12mm and 22mm, which is extremely wide for any sort of thing. To make anything look flattering, to shoot wide is very, very hard. But somehow this movie works with that. Um, and especially if you're shooting a, a wide scene, right? Say, for instance, um, when uh, when Glass got attacked by the bear, yeah. Stabs him. They both fall down the like a like a like a valley. The, the valley, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the bear rolls down on top of, on him, top yeah. of him. Now, as Fucking a, amazing, yeah. Every shot. This is what's good about this. Like the art direction is like, I don't know who thought of it, but um, when you when his uh, crew comes back in to find him, there's a wide shot of the valley, and yeah. and uh, the bear and him are like in the bottom of the valley, yeah. And the crew are coming up from the top right of the screen, but if they if you look again right where the bear and glass lay. Mm. There's like a patch of moss around them, so it's easier to see where they are in that wide, very really? distracting shot. Yeah, I'm going. So they force your eyes to look, look down, down at the clean spot. It's like it's a like, vector for yes, for like the photos. Yeah, there's like a leading line of the V coming in. Plus, there's a patch of you know clean area where they've landed. It's like man, it's so smart. Like yeah. if I would have shot that, we would have think thought later on. Oh fuck! Why didn't we think of this before? You know what the funny thing is? Is that that may be just saying that may be unintentional and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why you got two actors that have to roll down a hill yeah or, or you got an actor that has to roll down a hill mm. and much like having like a piece of tape on the ground having a spot with them to actually fall and land and maybe yeah, even have been. a mat underneath yeah. it you know like yeah. the whole thing might be one big mat that rolls down the hill mm. so i mean if it's unintentional yeah. <laughs> fucking you know it's like, yeah. Hats like, off. Clap, clap, clap. You know, like if, but if even more so, if it's fucking intentional, yeah. Whoever that is is a fucking genius. Yeah, man. Like that, you know, like that is like that's the equivalent of. Well, I was talking about this before, and I'll say it for the podcast again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, every shot in the film is like that shot that a photographer would go out to try and get. Yeah. And 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 they'd get the shot and be jaw like their jaw would drop. Yeah. And, you know, it's, that could take days, mm. you know. It, it's just, it's an unintentional, it's it's intentional, but it's like one of those moments that you just can't, like, get again. Yeah, yeah. And every shot in the movie is like that. Mm. So, if someone is actually setting that up like that, fucking, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. so the, amazing. The eye um, Chivo has is, uh, it's incredible. That's, there's a few good points on that. There's... Um, because first they were going, they were looking at shooting it on film, yeah, and then they saw the new Ari Alexa sixty five millimeter camera, yeah, which gave them an extra hour of shoot time. Oh, really? Pump up the ISO, yeah, um, and they could use those you know, nice wide angle lenses. So they ended up doing that because the whole movie, I think, bar one scene, mm. was um, shot entirely in natural light. That's the whole way they wanted to do it. Mm. The only scene that they didn't, um, uh, if my memory serves me correct, was there was a campfire. In one of the campfire scenes, there was um. They basically just put like some uh, globes over the like the top of the campfire to add some more okay. fill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was to do that in a movie, uh, you know, with a crew of what hundred? Actually, I think there was fifteen thousand crew altogether. What? Altogether, I think I could, it may be throughout the whole thing. Through the whole thing, yeah. yeah I was going to say because they like, lost, yeah, they lost a few. Because, let's say they have one hundred and fifty crew to two hundred out with them. Yeah. Which is a fucking a lot of crew. Yeah, it's hectic, but yeah. um, I don't know. I think that's a. A massive achievement, but and and going on the you know jaw dropping thing. Yeah, I'm a photographer, everyone, oh, and cinematographer, I suppose. Plug, plug, <laughs> plug, your, plug yourself, Dan. Yeah, plug yourself. No, no, but like, 
like say I'll shoot it like I say I'll photograph for a wedding. That's my main sort of yeah bread and butter, right? I photograph yeah. a wedding. Um, I always this always happens to me, um, and my friends always say it, like I'll shoot the wedding. I'll go yeah, shots were meh. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. You're like. But later on, got the job done. yeah. But later on, go through and go. Fuck, this is pretty good. Like, I'm yeah. not talking myself up, but it always happens. I think Emmanuel, the cinematographer, who was shooting it, knowing what he wanted, mm. but I think once it's all pieced together, man, it's a fucking masterpiece. Well, that's the thing. I think that, like, I think that obviously it all it's all prepared. Like in the mm. sense of we we know what films like. Yeah, we know what films like. Everything is organized, or else it wouldn't get done ever. Yeah. So, especially at this level, and and the only thing that the thing that they're battling, which is you know, makes it a, a massive feat, oh. is the fact that there's the weather, the yeah. terrain, yeah, you know, and they've also got very limited hours, yeah. Um, so that's amazing already. Mm. But I think that when it comes to someone with the, the skill like that, like he, if this guy had already worked on Malik films, and yep. Malik would be fucking. Oh. So difficult to work with within what he wanted. Yeah. Because you know, you watch something like Tree of Life or yeah. To the Wonder and it's pretty much it's pretty much like he was doing a a, a home movie. Almost like he was doing a master class before going out and making a a fucking, you know what what I call um uh not Emmanuel, uh, what's his name? The director again? Uh, not Alejandro. 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 Yeah. Fuck, there's so many yeah. names. <laughs> what I would call Alejandro's apocalypse now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that like yeah. this is this is the movie where this guy has gone out, mm. he's pulled his hair out for nine months, well, yeah, figuring this shit out. Yeah. And which was supposed to be eighty days. <laughs> <laughs> so, <where? laughs> we'll add more to that under factoids. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's pulled his hair out. Yeah making this and you know you see pictures of him holding the the uh, academy award later oh and as cool as it is you kind of like this man looks like he's aged like like 10 years (laughs) in the space of a year and a half yeah so you know you and he's also gone from doing birdman which is completely and utterly yeah to a t perfection and staged yeah the whole point of the film is about staging yeah so it's just a uh They've, they've literally challenged themselves every time in this weird way. Mm. And thankfully, someone like uh, Lubis- Lubisky yeah. uh, has gone out and already done his masterclass with fucking Malik. Oh, because or else that movie would have been a shambles to make, bro. Yeah. It already was. But to think that your like, fucking cinematographer mm. didn't know what he's doing oh, man. would have destroyed them. Like yeah. it would have murdered them. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, can you imagine, you would imagine have been s- on set. It's like... What's this guy doing? You would have seen Alejandro hanging like the fucking Indian. But <laughs> he would have he had a, a fucking thing nailed to his chest saying, I'm not doing it anymore. Can, you, <laughs> can you imagine the pressure he was under? The studio, the budget, the the it's the, the crew, everything. It's unfathomable. The elements. It's his family. It's literally the apocalypse now of his career. Yeah. He'll never make a movie like nah, that again. Nah. The, th- no one can. Like no one goes through that, comes out the other end and goes, Let's do it again. <laughs> Well, they've had, they've had a bit of a break after that, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> it deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Have time. a couple years. Yeah. Oh, you, know? yeah. you can come back. That guy can come back whenever he wants. Yeah. Um, we we kind of wanted to do this movie as well, just mm. to preface. Yeah. Because of Roma. Yeah. yeah. We absolutely fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we, we thought that Roma was Alejandro's movie as well. Yeah. Um, obviously not. That's not <laughs> Quran's. Yeah. But um, but it's a good lead up. To the yeah, one yeah, of the, it's the good, Mexican, like the the directors. trilogy. We should do yeah. after like, we should do after Roma. We should try and find like one of Del Toro's ones that yeah, uh, intriguing. Well, we can do um, uh, what's that water one? Oh, we already did that, didn't we? Shape of Water. Yeah, we, no, did. we didn't, didn't we? No, we didn't. Oh, we can do that because that's another, that's a masterpiece. I don't think we did. Yeah, we have to have a look at that. That's a fantastic film. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I want to have a chat about uh. A little bit to do with like the characters and yep. the environment for the mm. film. Yeah. Um, because I was noticing, you know, obviously the movie's called Revenant. Mm. Yeah, it's about a man that doesn't die. Like, yeah. You know, the whole point of it is like he, he keeps but, getting up again. But does he at the end? That's well, no. Because we talk, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that as well. Okay. Yeah. All well, the good preface. Because right so, at the end, yeah, there's a bit of a thing there. Yeah. There is. It's it's the spinning top. 
people. It's the Inception spinning top. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, yeah. and there's a couple movies that have done that. Yeah. Um. So, I I noticed that the actual environments that they're all in mm-hmm. are both. There's two things to them. Mm-hmm. Number one, they're both full of life. Yeah. And they're fucking dead. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand how it works that way. It's as if. The animals and the the greenery, it's all there, mm-hmm. but it's all feels like there's nothing there as well. Yeah. Like they constantly feel like there is nothing with them. Mm. And this idea that uh, this character that lives and dies constantly yeah. uh, within these terrains, he, I mean, like he goes down waterfalls, mm. he falls off fucking <laughs> off off of uh, uh, cliffs Cliff. with horses, yeah. and then, then then decides to full blown like hoth. Hoth, uh, uh, what's it called? Yeah, yeah cuts yeah. him open. And yeah, cuts him open and, and, and sleeps inside him. Yeah. He, he, it gets, like, let's face it, no one lived through that fucking bear mauling. The infection would set in and oh, this motherfucker yeah. would die. But, like, yeah. but he does it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and throughout this whole thing, the landscapes uh, only change like two to three times. Mm. Um, opens in a very, if I remember, a very... Uh, uh, it has a little bit of snow, but not yeah. much. It's like a, it's more of a greeny, uh, woody type of location. Yeah. Then it moves into full blown green, like mm. in with where the, the, um, the bear there. is, yeah. the forest. Yeah. And then it's just death. Blue. It's how, how death. Gets, how good's the grade throughout the whole film? It, it is fucking ridiculous. The blues and the oranges. It, Incredible. It, it's perfect because yeah. they'll be at a campfire and the campfire just, it's, this is the most aesthetically pleasing <laughs> so look yeah. like you could get. It's it, calmness. Yeah. But it's also like just cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you look at it and you're like, yeah. it's so fucking cool to look at. Like, you know, like why <laughs> See, does- just on that, right? That whole calmness, the cool, mm. the, the warmth and the whole peaceful vibe, the mountains with the clouds. Yeah. Is that sort of setting how would you say it? Like a, a like a like a uh, like foreshadowing? Yeah, not, sort not of, but for death, like to accept it. Do you think that's the whole lead up to the end? Well, there's, it's constantly throughout the whole of the film, there's moments of him, uh, you know, whenever something bad, that two or three things happen, I noticed. Mm. Number one, uh, the world, the, the, the environment gets angry. Yeah. So when the sun dies, he looks up and the trees shake. Mm. When uh, I think there's a moment later on, uh, with a waterfall, I can't remember specifically, but he something again where something bad happens, and the waterfall gets louder and starts to crack. Mm. No, no, avalanche, the avalanche, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, avalanche yeah. happens at the end. Yeah. But there's another one with a waterfall. So every, every time something bad happens, someone dies that is good, mm. or something like that, the the world around uh, becomes angry for a moment. Is that more like a? This like is symbolic. A, like a growth? Because it starts off of water. That could be like life, water. Yeah, well, right? the water is a big process throughout the whole film. He's yeah. constantly filling up his jug. He's constantly like, uh, he wades through water, gets tossed around by water. Like, there's yeah. so much of water is important with the movie. It's like, um, well, if you add in the the, uh, the angry stuff, yeah. I suppose it's a part of life building like, yeah. and moments of life. Yeah. And then you have the peaceful parts. The peaceful the parts of the states. they're the parts that are mm. that are almost more scary. Yeah. Because everything has already happened that's angry. You know, everything's like those those moments that it comes right after that angry part. Everything gets angry and then woof settles Can't. completely. Mm. And then they're the moments where he almost nearly dies. Mm. Like they're the moments where after his son's death, he'll lay with his son. Yeah. And and kind of be like, I'm coming with you, man. Mm. And then he doesn't die. You yep. know what I mean? Because he it, it all comes back to that first first scene in the film take it if you got a chance to take another breath take another breath yep and uh it, it just constantly keeps happening like that it's it's a recurring theme throughout yeah, the is. whole of the mm. film yeah he there'll be a calm moment he'll either see his wife see his son mm. there's a lot of hallucinating oh, yeah. in this movie i'm like have you guys fucking are you guys uh, smoking some of the shit know, like, having some of the mushrooms or something you know like uh, I get it. You got a lot of fucking cuts on your body, yeah. and you're losing probably a lot yeah. of blood constantly. Yeah. But you know, yeah. there's a lot of hallucinating in this yeah. movie. Um, so I, I think they're the moments where it's really calm, and everything becomes like there's a lot of moments where like you'll see a shot of a landscape, 
and then there'll just be like the fire, mm. the sound of the fire. Yeah, a the lot breath, of very breathing. elemental moments, mm. you know. And it's just to me, it was intriguing to see so much, so much nature. Yeah, like so much uh, life surrounded by so much nothing. Yeah. Because it it didn't make like it it felt exactly like how the character was. Yeah. He's like he's got so much left in him. He, yeah. he constantly keeps going, hmm. but there's nothing, nothing left yeah, that's for right, yeah. him. It's like so, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. there's nothing for him anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. is the only thing he has left for him is revenge. It's fucking revenge. <laughs> like he just wants to kill Tom Hardy hard. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just and let's face it, Tom Hardy's character. He's a good he, villain. He's a monster. Yeah, it start like I actually wrote about that. It start straight away. You know, he's a villain. The first word he says, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" You know, yeah, the, the gunshot went off, and he knows there's Indians around. Yeah, straight away you're yeah. like, but you just know this is just menacing. He's, he's gonna be angry at that character for you know at um yeah. glass for yeah for ages for Both, shooting for, yeah. in the forest. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you just know this guy's gonna be a pain in the ass. Yeah, and he's gonna give him shit mm. straight from the get go. Yeah, and. And I noticed another theme with him. Obviously, breath is a log, a large part of the, the film. Yeah. A lot of the time, uh, uh, is it Fitzgerald? Is that his name in it? Yeah, Fitzgerald. Yeah. A lot of the time, he's smoking. Yeah. So it's this idea of like the pollution of one's body. Uh. uh you know, not caring about breath. Yeah. You know, and then you know you have like uh, uh, glasses all about you know just trying to take a next one. I don't know. It, the movie is. Stronger in themes and symbolism than I think mm. what people uh, uh, give it out to be. Yeah, you know, you have those, you have some cute moments in it. You get the fucking, you know, the guy that's sitting there and they're putting their tongues out with snowflakes and shit. Mm. Yeah, it's just, you need that <laughs> after like an hour and a half of this shit. It's like something. Guys, lighter. smile for a moment. All right, yeah. <laughs> like, just come on. <laughs> there's um, it's, when you talk about that smoke stuff, um, there's a good transition when the son, when his son died. Mm. And glass was laying on top of him. Yeah, you hear his breathing. Yeah, then it cuts to the mountains. Yeah, yeah, and, you and notice that too. Yeah, and there's like a this shot like on a helicopter or something. You just it's sort of slowly going towards the mountains. The clouds coming towards the camera. Yeah, for glint of sun. Yeah, in the distance. Yep, as and if like then, yeah, but then it cuts to Fitzgerald smoking his pipe. That's what I'm saying. Smoke. Yeah, yeah, and then it, from there, right, it cuts to him. Kicking out the uh, the fire, more smoke. Yeah, and then just then it just that's a transition. It just goes into, into the, the next yeah. and the yeah. next. But that's the thing. Like this is, mm. I think that's the moment that I noticed it. Um, and even as a, as yourself, a cinematographer, you you notice probably the fact that it's like these clouds, the clouds to the smoke, yeah, the smoke to the fire, the fire. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's constantly a, a and a lot of fog. Yes. The film has a lot of fog in mm. it as well. When they get on the boat near the start of the yeah. start of the movie, mm. uh, there's oh that shot is fucking mint. <laughs> it's so good. It's so mint, bro. <laughs> they're on the boat and there's like they're silhouetted in the fog, but you can yeah. see all the you can still see all the trees and mountains. Yeah, it's amazing. It, amazing like, scenery. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I, I I don't even know how someone films like that. I don't my my mind can't intake it. Like I I can't like you know, I can't like I can't go out and shoot something even remotely as pretty as that. Yeah. <laughs> um what I was going to ask you before because uh, this is more of like a, a tech question. Mm. So you said a lot of it was shot wide. Yeah. But I didn't notice much fisheye. No, because fisheye is different to wide angle. Okay, so there is Okay, so the actual lens itself is completely different. Yeah, fisheye will distort it, giving you that sort of bulb, yeah, bulb bulbous look, look. But I thought that just happens when you go wider. Now, wide, uh, okay, wide you have that perspective, like the edges will be distorted, but it's more right. like a linear distortion, not, okay. a, not a bulb, like a circular distortion. That's what a fisheye does. Oh, okay, so it's going to be like almost like a, a an angular. The sides are going to angle yeah, a bit. Yeah, so it'll stretch. Right. Yeah, but it's not a it's not a, a circular stretch. It's a right. it's a linear, uh, exponential if you want to call it a sort of stretch yeah. on the edge. Um, you you notice it like because uh, actually we can sort of talk more about the way it was shot too. Like yeah, um, which the long takes I think in this work as well. Um, they work because they keep it's in and out, but they keep changing them. They yes. don't they don't stick to long takes for too long because they just want to look look fucking cool yeah 
But what I know, okay, example, we did that, uh, is it the Outlaw King? Is it, what, what yeah, so yeah, now okay. looking back at it, it's so bad on, on like how that take was. Terrible. Was done. Because it's so bad. I shouldn't say terrible. It's still hard to do, but. Yeah, but it's bad. The it's way it's reasons. executed is not good. It's basically all wides. Mm. Where this, in this film, um, again, shooting on super wide angle lenses is extremely hard because you got a lot of info in the screen and. And you have to make the subject pop out. Mm. The way they've done it is, is incredible. But similar to um, uh, Hateful Eight moments in Hateful Eight, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of wide-angle stuff in there, and the way they lit that up is amazing, uh, incredible. Yeah. Um, but again, that's another yeah, another insane yeah. cinematographer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so on this is they go from super wide. Well, everything's wide, right? Mm. But they'll do a landscape, then they'll come with the camera the same take goes straight into like Leonardo's faces. Face. Yeah. And that's the dynamic of that is so good the way they use that. And I think that's why some people probably disagree with me, but I think this, oh, I just think it works so well. It's it, always something different. It works well because, uh, well, number one, there's reason. Yeah. There's reason for it. Mm. There's, that's, that's the, that's what Outlaw King fucks up. Yeah. There's no reason for what they're yeah. doing. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, okay, it looks cool. Yeah. You know, the, the reason for what they're doing in, in The Revenant is they need to immerse you yes. in the freneticism of the moment. Yep. And so, it, and you forget that it's there. Yeah. 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 But you also you also become, it feels frenetic. You yep. also feel like you're you're running around and shit's flying by you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you, you don't, you're a part of that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as much as it may jump mm. to, to characters... Mm. You're still a part of that moment. You're around that character. You're around mm. the next character. You're around the next character. Yeah. And uh, I think the biggest thing, the most important thing for them to do on that front is to allow themselves to cut when they have to cut. Yeah. I mean, it's always cool. As I said, it looks cool to have a fucking long take. We all know that. <laughs> but if the long take doesn't uh, uh, make any sense to the moment, if if you're going to have Leonardo DiCaprio nearly get... get um choked by a, a, a native american with like a bow yeah and then you don't have it cut to someone else mm. because what is he doing between that moment and the next it doesn't yeah. really matter yeah we but what's happening with fitzgerald at that moment mm. is way more important yeah so like they allow themselves to go okay we don't need to be here right now yeah that character's doing other things yeah Go over here and do this, mm. and, and follow that character. Yeah. And I think that a lot of a lot of bad cinematographers, mm. well, maybe not bad, but like uh, maybe uh, ill-informed or, or mm. think that they're being cool, yeah. <laughs> would would really run with Leonardo DiCaprio to the next character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then we'd just lose all freneticism, would yeah. lose all that feeling. Mm. So, uh, although it's they're all long takes, yeah, they don't outstay their welcome no you know and yeah it's the the whole thought process behind the whole thing is uh, oh that would have uh, taken that would have been hell to shoot yeah that would have been fucking hell that tree collapsing and that I think they did that a few times it wouldn't have been Bandersnatch hell and I'll tell you why because Bandersnatch hell is like boring but yeah. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. you know what I mean like that, yeah. that just would have been boring to shoot yeah but it would have been hell to actually shoot it would have been like uh, yet again the, like an apocalypse now moment of like Oh, just end. It would have taken so long, you know? Yeah. Can um, you imagine... Actually, it's funny, actually, when you just said Bandersnatch. Compare the, the two... The two... If you put them side by side, yeah. right? Just Bandersnatch just cannot compete. It's just like it's like a $2 production compared to... Yeah. It, it probably was a $2 production. Yeah. But also the fact that... The, the acting, the performances... Performances, nothing. Direction. Nothing can compete on that. <sighs> they're, well, they're... Comp- Completely separate films in their own right. Yeah. yeah. And as, as I said, but hats know, off the to only, the Bandersnatch yeah, people. the only reason why it. Bandersnatch is, is so is okay is because it's the start of something. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's why you let it go. You're like, oh, okay, I can see what they're doing. Mm. But this is like you get something like The Revenant, and The Revenant is this is filmmaking at its finest. Oh. Like this is something where they're both. Everyone's on the top of their game. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. on the top of their game. Yeah. Everyone's struggle city for the film. Yeah. And you you don't get a movie like this often. You get a movie like this once every fucking uh, maybe five years or something. Yeah. You know, maybe ten years mm. if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's just a, a a wonderful experience. It actually gives me goosebumps. It's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's I think 
I, I think people should do this more often. Is if they 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 like a movie, talk about it. Um, I was just thinking then, as you, actually we were going through that, you know, the first opening scene, not the yeah. opening, well, the first battle scenes. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I hope no one does it because it's already perfection. Yeah. But that storming the beach in Normandy. Yeah. For Saving Private Ryan, yeah. can you imagine if it was shot the same way as that? Holy shit! I think it'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be, I think it'd work awesome. Because, well, look yet again, another movie that. Uh, the only thing that's different, it's a fucking long take anyway, isn't it? The opening of that. It's a pretty long take. Or is it uh, just cuts? Uh, it's just frenetic cuts. There, there, was, is, there, any, there is, was there any music in the opening of that? I can't, Every time nah, I think about they it, used, it's all natural. It's all natural sound. Um, and that's what made it. There freaky. was a few long ones. Oh, not that long. I think like maybe 12, 15 seconds or something. But, yeah. you know, when uh, I think when the, um, they jump off the, the U boat. Yeah. And then, and then it goes underwater. underwater. Yeah. Yeah, the atmospheric sound. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Spielberg at that time again is a freak. I don't think. I think maybe that was his peak. Yeah. But I mean, you look at the thing is the the wonderful thing about someone like Spielberg, mm-hmm. if we can like you know sidetrack, yeah. is that he allows uh, ideas to uh, flourish. Mm-hmm. So he he doesn't get attached to something, and that allows for good cinema because it's just yeah. Everything is uh, 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 fluid, mm. and sometimes you need that in production. Yeah, uh, and and then being head of you know being able to visualize what has what is going to come to fruition later. Yeah, that there's where you get like someone who is experienced. Mm. So every time you watch a Spielberg movie, I personally the ones that I like the most are like the ones that are adventure based. Mm. I like my Indianas. Yep. I like Jaws. I like. Goonies and Gremlins, even if they're like produced, <laughs> even if they're produced by him, it's yeah. they feel like Spielberg movies. Yeah, it's you got know what I mean. Family like, sort they, of. Yeah, yeah. You never get this feel of a Spielberg. You know, uh, Steven Spielberg presents, bar maybe fucking Transformers. Yeah, uh, he has a payday for him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else on production. Yeah, but bar those movies, whenever Steven Spielberg presents, you feel like you're watching a Steven Spielberg movie, yep. no matter what. Mm. There's that magic. Yeah, Cinema yeah. Magic. It's a, it's an, it's an adventure. It's a something you can, uh, uh, everyone can relate to. Yep. Uh, so that's the thing with with, um, okay, me being a photographer and all that and, and the side, you should be able to look at someone's movie and go, "Yep, I know who that is. I know who shot that." I, well, what's it called? There's the. Yeah, you go. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know you're watching a Spielberg movie. You know you're watching a JJ movie. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. when you're watching a... Um, they got a style. Yeah, like a... Uh, Chazelle. Yeah, Chazelle or... Um, oh, what's the... Uh, we just talked about the Hillway director. Um, Inuatu, Quran. The other one. Um, uh, oh, um, the one that did, like, Arrival? No, 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 that's, no. That's Villeneuve. Yeah, Villeneuve's oh, got his own style Joe, as well. What, but Spielberg? the other one, the one that did Pan's Labyrinth. Um, oh, God, Del Toro. Del Toro, he has his own style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, Del Toro's yeah. got a major yeah. style. That, to me, is like... He's a color palette guy, bro. Once yeah. you see if the film looks really saturated in specific locations, you're like, mm. oh, okay, I'm watching Del Toro film. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight off the bat. <laughs> like, does it have a weird monster? Oh, okay, I'm watching a Del Toro yeah. film. Yeah. You know, but, like... you know, but you know what I mean? Like, everyone <laughs> yeah. has their own sort of feel. Malik. Oh, yeah, yeah. Malik, um, you know you're watching a Malik movie. Oh, well, now you do. Maybe back in the day you didn't. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe back in the day when he's making a fucking movie <laughs> and not a piece of art, not a, you know? Yeah, like, not an experiment. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guy's got to get off the LSD, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Stop bandersnatching with lion heads. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, look, I, it's always the case that, you know, the best... Yeah. The best films come from those that are auteur based, mm. and I I don't want to say that and come off as a pritzy prick, yeah. because uh, I want to I want to say <laughs> in the prick. Uh, yeah, well it's true. Like yeah. the, an auteur, like some people hate the the word, like mm. the auteur, mm. but in all retrospect, people who have a style like that, yep. I think that's where the term should be used. Mm. Like you you don't as you said, you don't go in and watch a fucking Del Toro movie and go, this isn't a Del Toro movie. Yeah, you know straight away. Mm. You know, straight away, this is his film. Yeah. And people go to watch it because of that. Yeah. They don't go to watch it because they want to see, yeah, every now and then, they, you know, you get the Malik, Malik that fucks off and does something different. <laughs> but then look at what happened to him. No one really watches his movies nah. anymore. See, they, the, what what annoys me is... Um, he's so good. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's good, yeah. But like, okay, Hitchcock has his own style as well. But if you look at other 
things was where the, when the studios get involved. Like James Wan, perfect example. Yeah. Look at his style and he comes on to Aquaman and it's like, mm, doesn't look like a James Wan type thing. I mean, I, look, I the thing I get from something like... Uh, you get moments that, that you do though and I'll tell you why. Because James Wan's fucking cheesy. He's cheesy at moments. He's, he doesn't like... Have you seen like things like... um um What's the movie where he's like, Beware the Eyes of Mary Shaw, She Has No Children, Only Dolls, Death... Uh, silence, death, silence. Ah, uh, with Kevin Bacon, is that one? Uh, is it maybe. Bacon? No, Kevin Bacon's death sentence. Death sentence. Oh, okay. But there's another one he did where he's like, there's these dolls, and the, this woman has these dolls, and you can't the look Annabelle into her eyes. It? No, no, no. Oh, it's another one. I haven't seen that one in there. Yeah, yeah. So, oh God, I wish I remembered. I'm not going to look yeah. it up. Yeah. But you look at it, and there's all of his movies are kind of fucking. They get these moments where you're like, that's fucking cheesy. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like some of the dialogue <laughs> is cheesy, or some of the. As as good as he is, he's a, a master of setting up horror scares. Yeah, man. Master of setting up terror. And yeah. to do it in a way where you don't... Uh, it doesn't feel like a jump scare. No. It feels like you're being immersed into a moment that is horrifying. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's what, like, things like The Nun and Annabelle fucking fail at. <laughs> so, like, you know, you get something like The Conjuring 1 and 2. And, and you know what? I'm a big, I'm a big bitch about having a moment at the end of a horror movie where it's not about it being scary anymore. Oh, yeah. It's about it being action. Yeah. I love that. Mm. And he does it in every one of them. Yeah. He has this moment where he's like, oh, this isn't scary anymore. We just got to get this character through the fucking basement, through the like building, <laughs> all the way upstairs to confront a demon. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Get me there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? My body's like, I'm ready. <laughs> So, uh, although, uh, yeah, sure, James Wan is, like, kind of selling out in that moment. Yep. If you had the ability to do a $200 million movie oh, just yeah. for the fun of it, would yeah. you fucking do it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, 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 I hope he does go back to his roots, though. Like, he will. Yeah. He, he's smart. Like, yeah. you can see the kid's, like, he's the type of guy that's just, like, why did he do Fast and the Furious? Why not Why not put a stamp on, on, a, on a fucking franchise, make it better than some of the others anyway? Yeah. Put a stamp on it and go, okay, I'm done. Fuck off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He did that in his own right with Saw, although he created it. Yep. He put his stamp on it and goes, I'm not touching it anymore. Give me the royalties. Yeah, done. <laughs> and I'm gone. That's his bread and butter now, is that? So, in all retrospect, mm. to to in in like to cover up the whole of the revenant yep. as a film. Mm. Um, this is a movie that is not only uh it's not only a Feet of cinematography. It's an experience. It's yeah. not a. Some movies aren't experiences. Some movies are just fun. Actually, before you sum this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. I'm gonna ask a uh, important question. Okay. Did DiCaprio deserve the Oscar? <laughs> I had to mention it. I know. <laughs> I had to mention. I wish it. you didn't. I don't think so. No, this is just me. <laughs> Because I think that a lot of the, for the sake of like maybe the shit he had to go through yeah. as an actor, like mm. having to be put in through mud and shit like that, just as much as like maybe um, okay. Martin Sheen but deserved it for the shit he had to go through. Yeah. But, but even it out, what, what, do you know which other ones were offered that, that year? I don't know. There were, I think there was another one that I thought was better. Um, let me see. So the year was 2016, to pick up where we were, yeah. and uh, it was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, The Revenant, Brian Cranston, Trumbo, Matt Damon, The Martian, Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, wow. Eddie Redmayne, The Danish Girl. Wow! Yeah. So if you put it here, if you put it, yeah, against that, I who- guess you're right. You're right. Out yeah. of everyone else in that whole thing, it's a tough year. Through all- yeah, but you know what? I think he deserved that. Yeah, Matt Damon didn't deserve it for The Martian. No. That's been a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, Michael Fassbender would have been his, to me, would Strongest have been his. Yeah. And Eddie Redmayne, I don't really like him. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I like, I don't, I don't hate him. I like him in Fantastic Beasts. I think he's fun, but I just think that he's like overrated. Um, that's just the pity. <laughs> As I get nailed to the wall by listeners. Uh, no, I, I think he deserved it. Going through that, sh- yeah. that much shit. Um. And look, man, he's performed. Everyone said, "Oh, he just grunted through the whole movie." Nah, Fuck. man. If you, yeah, if you were like, sh- if you were nearly dead, dying, your throat cut out, <laughs> you would do the same yeah, thing. You'd be grunting your Actually, way no. as well. You'd be, you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, you'd be dead. Yeah, he you won't would, be. Yeah, yeah. DiCaprio would still be there. Yeah. 
No, not real DiCaprio though. He's a little yeah. little girl. But yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a boy's body. But um, even the stuff he did, like uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. In fact, I wonder how many people were just fluffing him on the set just for. Oh. <laughs> just because he's like, I'm cold. Yeah. Blowjob. <laughs> They're like, all right. Wow. <laughs> You have to He's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, man. It's a pretty lineup of boys there, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> I cut that bit out. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where are we going with this? <laughs> I, don't know. I think you deserve the Oscar. Yeah, no, definitely. For that. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, let's see what movies were up for the running because Spotlight won it that year. And I don't think that should have won it. Well, that was a fantastic movie. Yeah, but I, compared to all the other shit, compared to The Revenant... Yeah, I know. Come Rev- on. Rev- Revenant should have won. Revenant should have won. Yeah. Um, I should have, I reckon, I reckon, oh, no. Yeah. Fuck that even. Mad Max should have won. Oh, that was incredible. Mad Max should have won. Yeah, yeah. There was The Room, Revenant, Martian, Mad Max, Brooklyn. Fuck, this is a long list. Bridge of Spies. Oh, good movie too. The Big Short. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie yeah. Spotlight. Yeah. Man, Spotlight. Dude, That's not the one good. I would have expected though. Yeah. And director went to Revenant. So it yeah. makes sense. But yeah. then again, George Miller. I guess he really didn't do anything really. <laughs> Did he like, would he have done a lot, do you think? Uh, yeah. I feel like he would have been like the guy's like, want a fucking car chase. And then they're like, uh, okay, okay, Miller. <laughs> and then someone goes off and draws 500 storyboards, you know? Like, okay, and that's that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's sweet. All right, that's um, a big one. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's interesting. So as far as your sum up for the. For the film. For the film. Yeah. Uh, th- this is like one of those movies. I, I, I keep comparing it to Apocalypse Now because I feel like that's how it would have been to shoot. Mm. But with scale, with uh, how grand dose and, and beautiful the film is. Um, number one, this isn't an easy sit. I want to put that into perspective yeah. before. Yeah. It's long. It's long. It's two hours, 37 minutes or mm. something like that. Mm. Um, so you you have to. But like yet again, like Apocalypse Now, it's long. So you have to be dedicated to sitting down and have the hours. Have the hours. Don't. This is the type of movie. Don't stop it. This is not one of those ones where you half half watch it. Yeah. Start from start. Take it all in. Take it all in. Enjoy yeah. it. Make yourself a couple cups of tea. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Enjoy yourself with it. Yeah. Um. So wow. So. <laughs> cinema lights are going on. Yeah. So um. I think this movie is a. a yeah, I'd give it an at least a nine. an eight and a half to a nine. Yeah, give it a nine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's up there with like things like Mad Max, in a different way. This is, you know what? No, I'm going to give it higher. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Yeah, it's something. It's a cinematic that is, achievement. Yeah, it is, and it's something that you know you're not going to get. It comes every ten years, five to ten years. Well, what's the another one that's previously the last one that I watched? But even you can't even compare that to it. I was going to say the last movie that I watched that I had such a a, a drive towards was Blade Runner 20, oh, yeah, 20 good. 40, whatever. You know what? Which is a bit of a, a disappointing thing. When I walked what? out of First Man, yeah. I had a similar feeling, mm. but it didn't even get any Oscar. Oh, oh, yeah, it did. It got some Oscar nominations, but not for... Not for... But it was just like sound film. and that. Yeah, I think that First Man... Because um, we talked about First Man before. Yeah, we did, yeah. I think that First Man is... Uh, it's a it's a wonderful story, but I don't think that it's like a. I don't know if it's a massive achievement. Yeah. I don't. I didn't get the same feeling from First Man that I got from other Chazelle movies, mm. from La La Land and definitely Whiplash. Whiplash blew my fucking brain. Yeah. Like I was like, <laughs> that movie that? should win everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, yeah. that year it should have cleaned the fucking floor. Yeah. So did it win the best picture that year? I don't think so. No, it deserved it yeah. way more than mm. anything else. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get that for First Man. I didn't get that feeling. Uh, uh, for me, for that, was it was more the whole human. Yeah, the story. Yeah. The, the characters. Yeah, especially the ending. That sort of pulled together. I'm like, no, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, other than that, like, it always, for me, it's always going to come back down to Spielberg. Like, yeah. um, Schindler's List. That's... Schindler's List is amazing. There's Simon other one. Ryan. The one that I started watching, I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't get through it. Arrival, I just, Arrival. But see, they, like, yet again, 
I know that the guy who did Arrival also did Blade Runner, right? Yep. Wasn't it? Yeah, same guy. Yeah. Um, like, I, sometimes I remember his name, sometimes I don't. Um, mm. Anyway, I didn't get the same feeling that I did from Blade Runner that I did from Arrival. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know two different movies, but mm. the the sense of awe yep. and like, I need to watch this movie again. Mm. I got that from Blade Runner. I got this feeling of, I have to watch this movie again as is, soon as possible. Is that because of the, the sets and the lighting? It and may be. The white I, shot? I mean, look, I, I want to take into fact that, you know, I, I like certain films. Yeah. So when it comes to like, you know, what movie do I think is the best movie? Mm. I try my best every now and then to put aside, you know, uh, my subjective opinion of, of this type of styles I, I like something like the revenant it's a it's a not the type of style of film i like to watch mm. but i know how good of a film it is yeah with something like blade runner i think it's undervalued by a lot of people because of the style of the film yeah so i think that a lot of the time people like sci-fi fucking yeah. we can do so much with sci-fi it makes it a piece of shit you know like and you're like it's not it's like the achievement of what has been done with that film yeah compared to the revenant mm. it's nearly on par mm. like you're, you're putting something on very high standards again yeah it's, and people don't it's the same sort of feel but in the future it is and mm. and people don't allow that um it's like an opposite palette too yeah completely yeah. like two different yeah. worlds mm. but i think that because of the style they they put it down and that's the same yeah. with mad max mm. look at the style of the film oh, man they yeah. put it down but you're like this movie's a fucking masterpiece yeah so yeah i think that something like the revenant you know, what what were we going at? <laughs> I forgot where we were oh, to man. begin with. With all that, Oh, well, comparing it to I think uh, other cinema achievements was other cin- okay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I, I think that mm. it, it deserves to be where it is. What is your last, your final thoughts on the Revenant? Damn man, well, as everyone knows, I don't really talk much, but all I can say is praise for the whole thing. I yeah. can't. What else can I say? It's like. To me, uh, I'm a very visual person. Mm. That ticks all the boxes there, like from the first frame to the end. Um, it's the atmospheric sound, uh, the the uh, the painstaking process to make that. Um, man, it's man. Actually, no, I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. You give it. This yeah. is your first perfect. Because I don't think. Okay, look, Seven Private Ryan is still up there. Shawshank's up there. Everyone knows that. But like. Were they were they made in the environments? Were they made say okay, now we're doing all this in natural light? They put they basically the team mm. um, gave themselves hurdles straight from the get go. Yeah, but they knew it was going to be tough, and they did it. Yeah, and they now, did it, it. It's it's a it, as a, a full process. This is like a you got to step aside for a moment because this is like something that a, a filmmakers will be like. Oh, jerking off to. <laughs> it's true because you're like, as a, anyone that's not a filmmaker will watch this movie and be like, it's a fucking good movie. Yeah, all and they, then walk away. Or they hate it. Or they hate it, yeah. yeah. Or they hate it because it's too long. <laughs> but as a filmmaker, any filmmakers out there will be watching this film and being like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's As a process, it just... It's like they created a self-manifesto for the film and followed it. Yeah. You know, and the manifesto was natural light. You know what I mean? So, already cut, you've cut down half the day. Yeah. <laughs> half the day. So, natural light. Um, uh, what else was there? Uh, harsh conditions. Har- yeah, extremely <laughs> you know harsh conditions. I mean? Harsh conditions. Uh, uh, freezing conditions. Yeah, there's so many things that you've already just, like, cut down. So, they created a self-manifesto of pain. <laughs> and then oh, they yeah. went and made the movie. Yeah. It's like they were on a drip while they were making it. Yeah. I think that pretty much sums up the Revenant. Yeah. All um, right. Let, let's just... Before we finish, though, yes. that ending scene when yeah. he looks at the camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Reese actually just look you're, at each other yeah, wide Yeah, yeah, you're like you're the, what the spin top. Was, yeah. What was your interpretation of that? He lives. Yeah? Yeah, because he keeps breathing after the credits. Into the credits, you, go, you hear... <sighs> but that's... Uh, see, I think that's... That's his way of death. You think? I mean, he'd been... Like, I don't think he was ready to... Like, he got stabbed a couple more times, but nowhere near as much as a fucking bear mauling him. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I reckon my interpretation is... He, he let go of that His point. adventure was finished. 
he had nothing left to live for. He's fulfilled everything, okay. and he let go. And then he looks at he looks at you because I reckon maybe the camera is his wife. Oh, okay. Throughout the whole thing, like yep. that's she's a cool everything. way to look at it. Yeah. Never thought of that. Mm. Like throughout the whole film, this is someone watching him, yeah, watching like an angel, basically. Yeah, intriguing. Mm. It's a cool little way to look at it. Gave me goosebumps. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Because he does have that break the fourth in that last shot, yeah. that last moment. Where How's his fucking face acting? Yeah, he's like, well, it's, it literally feels like there is, like, he must have been in real terrain there with the wind. Yeah. Because, like, his eyes are red as fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, and and he's crying. Like, But see, the thing is with this movie as well, he is, okay, DiCaprio does that sort of grunting and sort of boyish sort of screaming mm. through all his movies. But he's different in this, man. He's more like he's more of a man. You never feel like he can't yes. do the things that he's doing. Yeah. So I mean, like, look, the the re- thing is, is that yeah, sure, with with the lineup that they had that year, mm. he deserved the Oscar. Yeah. Looking back at it now, yeah. You know, I think that year I was like fucking first bender all the way because yeah. I was a fast bender whore. But <laughs> still am, still am, yeah. But when it comes to like, I think that there was also the year or two before that that he was up for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. He should have got it for that. Yeah. I mean, like, watching Wolf of Wall Street, he's I was an like, yeah. the fucking animal. And yeah. you know what? Sure, he's playing Leonardo DiCaprio as an animal. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most entertaining, <laughs> like, yeah. two it's, and a half hours of about, him being an animal. Yeah, it's about performance. Yeah. And he kept you captivated for the whole, whole yeah. movie. Like, he literally, the whole film is about a guy that it, that is supposed to be, like, a creative talker. Yeah. And, and you know, like, be able to, like, scare me at anything. Mm. I was scammed straight into the fucking movie. Yeah. So, like, you know, give him the Oscar for that. Yeah. Um, All right. So, The Revenant, done. Yep. Let's finish this up and do these real quick with The Drop. Drop it. Cinematic trailers in your viewer. What's on the rise? Giving exclusives. Teasers in your playlist lined up Lewis. You should watch out for all these movies. Drop it. Okay. So, the drop. We, we had Us. Incredible. Looks incredible. It looks fantastic, right? Yep. Um, Jordan Peele, his next film comes out, I think, late February. Mm. Yeah. Um, what is it about? Like aliens? It's like four or five aliens that like replicate. Yeah, is, um, are they aliens? The family? Or is it just like some sort of some beings? Yeah. Some some creature. Yeah. I love how he played the real happy family. <laughs> yeah. And then it just turns to shit. What's with that guy and putting smiles on the evil? Like oh, he does that it? constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, yeah. like in, in, in Get, Get Out, Out he's yeah. just smiling like profusely and yeah. crying at the same time and you're like it's Brilliant. I'm fucking unnerved. <laughs> well it's like it's like two opposites on the one face. How good yeah. is it? It's just not, not not normal. The thing I like about what us is is doing in the trailer, at least, and I hope they continue with it, mm. is that it feels like a cross between um, the strangers, yes, and yes, and uh, and get out, yeah, like a cross between it. Mm. Um, and I also like the fact that yet again, I, I'm I'll go back real quick to the point that I made before. I like horror movies that turn into action movies and it looks like it just turns into a fucking action movie somewhere in the middle of the movie, eh? <laughs> looks like they're just the family's like, I've had enough of this shit and they're like, you know, get the shotgun out. Yeah. You know, I love that. <laughs> so it's good. That'd be good to watch for everyone to watch yeah. together. Um, and the second uh, trailer drop was uh, Extremely Wicked, Shocking, Evil and Vile. The longest movie name. The dumbest the movie name. <laughs> but my God, am I captivated and I... Can't wait for it. Yeah, it's a Ted Bundy. Like I know there's a big resurgence in news about Ted Bundy for some reason. Like I think Netflix, Netflix made a, yeah. a, a series, and all of a sudden everyone's like, mm. you know, balls deep in Ted Bundy for some reason. Yeah, there must be but, like a whole serial killer thing because I know um, there's one on Charles Manson. Well, well, he sort died, so on... I feel like that made sense. Yeah. Like I mean, like at the There's time, Tarantino doing that movie too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there is a big resurgence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's Didn't from all these. Man. There's someone in Hollywood's pretty smart, I think, because like I listen to heaps of true crime podcasts, and they've becoming well, they're becoming a, a real popular. Yeah, and I'm thinking, Ooh, a lot of audience they're being are, pushed. Yep, so let's do some serial killer movies. You know who was ten or fifteen years ahead? Fucking Fincher, Zodiac. Oh, <laughs> Fincher's he's another freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for another time. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think that uh, uh, the the thing that they're playing up really well with. Uh, 
the whole trailer for this. Yeah. And with I think the you know what makes this story so interesting. Yep. Uh, is that uh, they have Ted Bundy? They have like already an extremely charismatic actor, yeah. Zac Efron. Yeah. You know what? He's I think he just suits the part. He, he fucking the last five he, years he's, he's been good, doing fucking good movies, bro. He's good, man. Yeah, yeah. He's and uh, he's he's turning into you know, um, which yet again underrated as well because he started off in the stupid fucking Twilight movies. The the kid from that, the guy from that, the main one, the main one played Edward, the the main vampire. Oh, I can't can't remember. remember his name, but you know the face. Yeah. Um, he did some movies afterwards. He did a movie called Cos Cosm. Cosmopolitan or Cosmopolis or something like that. Yeah. Um, really weird film, all mm. set in a fucking uh, limo. The whole movie's set in a limo. Oh. Nailed it. Yeah. Like, as an actor, nailed it. Movie's boring as shit, yeah. but as an actor, it's true. <laughs> yeah. As an actor, you're just like, this is a fucking feat. Yeah. So, I think that, like, a lot of the young ones that were doing fucking high school musical and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they got some chops on them. They just haven't had the chance. <laughs> and now they're getting their like you know their time to shine. Yeah. And I'm telling he's, you, yeah, he's and I he's think a he's, monster. He's yeah. good. Yeah. If and he's seen scary. Him. Yeah. Like that that trailer. Looking at like I'm like I kind of like this guy. Yeah. And I'm like, but he murders women. <laughs> and that's how Ten Buddy was. was yeah. yeah. So he was a woman either. Yeah. Um, we got to backtrack. Yes. I, I fucked up. Factoid. Give me the factoids. Give me the dance factoids segment. Factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some trap noise. Telling you this trivia to make you less oblivious. Performing you in cinema. Getting info into you. Okay. Factoids. Let me load down about the well, Redmond's factoids. There's a, there's a fair few in this one. Um, I'll, I'll go to the, uh, uh, the most important one. Well, yeah. It's sort of important. Relatively important. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, uh, DiCaprio is a vegetarian or ve- vegan, I think. Oh, my God. How much yeah. movie is me- eating meat? <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, uh, there was one part where he had to eat bison. Um, yep. Yeah. They gave him a uh, fake bit of something and he goes, this looks like shit. Jello or something? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He didn't like so it. So, he goes, nah, give me raw bison. So, bang. He, he did that. I mean, if it's for the part. Um, yeah, he also basically learnt to shoot a gun, obviously. Yeah. wonder if Keanu taught him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and he, he learnt some languages, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, Did you learn some languages for the movie? Yeah. Like he learned like a, what is it? like an, a, a, not pawnee a, a pawnee and arakara. A pawnee and arakara. Yeah, pawnee. Um, the other thing too is, which we have sort of touched on, is uh, so basically it was supposed to be... 80 days to shoot. Mm. Ended up taking nine months. They didn't even shoot it in the States, did they? It was Canada. Uh, there was heaps of places, but the majority, I think, was in Canada. That but basically, sense. the snow caps melted, so they had to move to Argentina. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I'd heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, we touched on it is, uh, yeah, they basically chose to shoot it all in natural light, yeah. uh, bar one scene. Um, but what yeah. You, it's, you said there's another one there. You said it's most of it was shot in 16 mil. Yeah, so, well, uh, they use 12 to 21 mil lenses. So, 12... 12 is so wide. That's so wide. And uh, it just works. It's, it's incredible. Um, there was another thing. Uh, this is a quote from the director. Yeah. He said, as a director, if I identify a violin that is out of tune, I have to take that from the orchestra. So, he sacked a few people, yeah, because of... Wow. Yeah. And that, that's like a that's well, like an arrogant sort of... <laughs> Turn, but you have to be. Well, that money look at there. the fucking situation he's in. Yeah. They're in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. if, you, if the job's not getting done the way he needs it to be getting done, this is not the time to fuck around. No. That's so, it. Yeah. you know, definitely not the time to fuck around. No. So, so yeah, well, he, 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 held the, he held the captain of the ship role. Um, the last one is, um, yeah, Tom Hardy was begged by DiCaprio to be in the film. Really? Yep. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And Tom Hardy basically doesn't read scripts as well. He doesn't read scripts? No, he doesn't. He just does the movie. But um, he actually read half of this movie. Okay, it's not. Yeah, put me in it. What do you mean? Like, when he like does he read the script once the movie has been contracted? Oh, yeah, he does. But to accept the role, he goes, he, he I just think goes, he just... Oh, I love it. I yeah. the sound of it. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> did he do that for Venom? Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> so, we haven't mentioned Venom last episode. But I know, I know, now. we're not supposed to, but I mean, <laughs> this is the one that I'm like, 
Yeah. That See, was I was cool. like, he must have. It was cool. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Paul. <laughs> Terrible. Um, yeah, we didn't go one one <laughs> fucking show without Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Venom, it's like poison. Yeah, too. Know, yeah. Oh uh, man, but yeah, that's yeah, that's my facts. Thank There's you, thank you, Dan, for your facts for the week. I'm I'm looking forward to next week's facts. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's wow. how we're gonna. gonna <laughs> that was very up. Zach up and Nafik Oh, between two ferns. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's how we'll end off every one of them from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we've done a long one this week, but that's pretty much the same as last week's. Yeah. Uh, so this week we uh, covered the Revenant. Yes. And we backtracked on <laughs> some other movie, which who cares now? Yeah. And <laughs> 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 we talked about. Other tra- okay, I'm just going to end the fucking podcast. Uh, I'm Reese, And I'm Dan. <laughs> You've been listening to Spoiler Radio, and I hope you have a good week. Respect. <laughs>